listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FN Nation? John Mamba here with James Garane. Welcome to the Better Baseball LBDFS Playbook Podcast here, previewing Friday's 13-game main slate. James, my friend, how are we doing? Doing good. Happy freaking Friday, John. That's what I got to say. Um, interesting 13-game slate. Some top-end talent, obviously, a pitcher at the top in some pretty good spots uh, as well. So uh, it's going to be an interesting slate. Uh, do we have cores going? <sighs> you know, uh, we do. From, from the fantasy White Sox versus Rockies here. From the fantasy alarm Twitter the other day, I was told I was uh, hating on fun. Yeah, I was hating on fun. I'm not so sure that's true. I, I would say more people these days tend to lean with the, si- the side of cores on 13 game slate stinks. But what do I know? 13 games, we have cores. We have to deal with it. Uh, let's. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get into it here. Uh, again, uh, before we do that, uh, our, our, our shout out to our friends at Real Time Fantasy Sports. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm. Promo code alarm23. New users will get a 100% deposit match up to $200. You can partake in our DFS pick and plays that we put out on YouTube each morning. Or if you're into the best ball or seasonal fantasy football realms, uh, they have plenty of tournaments that you can take place that I'm part of right now using that deposit match. So go check it out. Scan the QR code on the screen or go to rtsports.com slash alarm, promo code alarm 23 there. Uh, James, taking a look over at this DraftKings main slate. Of course, the uh, game between Detroit and Cleveland was postponed, but they've left up the uh, the red here. So uh, I imagine the DKUI will eventually solve itself out. Uh, so don't be worried by Gavin Williams and the rest of the Tigers and Guardians players being in red. Uh, they're not. They're they're playing. So well, well. To be some, there is times where it's something else we have to monitor. There is times when they do the double headers. They just take sure. this game off the slate. I so guess we that's might, fair. We if might only have double, twelve. If they games. do a double header on Friday. There is a good chance that maybe this game gets moved off. Um, otherwise, uh, they could uh, decide to move it forward uh, for the um, Saturday slate. So yep. we will. We'll see what happens. I mean, even their their note here doesn't make sense. This this game has been disabled for the eight eighteen. I I mean, uh, yeah, I guess they're pre they're pre canceling. Is that what they did? Okay. Yep. All right. Well, then you called it. I thought they were they had a UI issue here. Uh, so Detroit Cleveland not on the main slate now. So twelve yep. games for us to look at here. Uh, and that if that ends up being the case, then so uh, interesting. Uh, some fun matchups to watch. We have Red Sox Yankees. Yep. I'm a Red Sox fan. You're a Yankees fan. So we have that right. little thing going on uh, for us here. We have San Francisco in Atlanta, Milwaukee in Texas, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Seattle, Houston. Uh, Met St. Louis continues their series. We talked about White Sox and Coors, Tampa Bay, LA, Baltimore, Oakland, Arizona, San Diego continuing their series, and Miami and the Dodgers rounding it out there for the slate, sir. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a fun it's a fun slate. Um, I like the pitching options. I like the attacking some of these pitching options. Um, we have core, so naturally we have um, some some high totals. I'm trying to pull up what is the cores? What is cores open at? So it opened at twelve and a half. Um, heavy lean on the under twelve and a half. Michael Kopech versus Peter Lambert there um that's the only 
really big notable spread on this slate, John. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Should be a fun one regardless. It should be. Let's take a look here uh, at the pitching then. Striders 12-7 yeah. going up against San Francisco. We have Woodruff here against Texas at 10-9. Lopez at home at 10-6. Your top three priced pitchers on the slate. Uh, how would you prioritize your pitching spot from them? So I could see myself getting to any and all of them. I guess it depends on how you're approaching the slate offensively, but like obviously getting to Strider makes a lot of sense. He has massive strikeout appeal. Yes, he hit a little rut, and yes, he can be hit at times. Uh, he was dominant in his last start against the Mets. He was dominant two starts ago against the Angels. Um, and, you know, four of the last five starts, he's given us 26 fantasy points. Is that enough at 12-7? You probably need the the higher end of that. You need the 30s. Um, to really pay it off. But San Francisco, we've outlined a lot. They've been one of the worst offenses in baseball against both splits. So um, I like Strider. You know, Texas has been good. We just saw them get shut down. Woodruff has been really good. And his right. two starts back and his two starts prior to the injury, uh, he's just been really good, really consistent this year, 20-plus fantasy points in all four of his starts. You want to get there, it's fine. Um, but ahead of him, I'd put Pablo Lopez. 10-6, I know is expensive. Um but he's been really good lately for a guy who had been really inconsistent for a lot of the year. I think we finally hit our stride. Five straight starts of two earned runs or less, including back-to-back -back shutouts, 13 straight innings of scoreless baseball. He has 15 strikeouts over that span. He has seven or more strikeouts and all but one of his last seven starts. Um, there's a really high ceiling for Pablo Lopez, and he faces the Pirates, who, um, you know, Pirates do have some hot bats like Brian Reynolds and Kibrat. Yeah. These are both doing really well of late, but those two guys are not going to take me off Pablo Lopez, who's sure. really on his mind right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Woodruff would be my fade here. Um, I understand you, what you're talking about, but Texas is just too dangerous of a lineup. I bet you'll get 5% or yeah. fewer in on Woodruff yeah. there. Agreed. Um, next here below, you have Michael Lorenzen here coming off of his no-hitter against Washington. Uh, who he no hit in that game. Uh, right. He's at ninety two hundred dollars. Sandy going up against the Dodgers, coming off of a complete game for him. Um, maybe starting to turn a quarter. Sure. Great game against Tampa Bay. A shutout, roughed up by against Texas, but then goes against the Yankees. Now, the Dodgers' offense is better than who he faced yep. here, uh, but definitely a little bit more of the old Sandy versus the the Sandy we've seen most of this year. Yeah, I'm probably not going to get there, but uh, it is. I'm happy you mentioned it because it is good to see. Like, it's Cy Young, Sandy, is seemingly back. And I could definitely get to Lorenzen. You know, it's always worrisome when you see a pitcher throw 124 pitches. Well, how are they going to react? Um, <laughs> yeah. I do think that is playing a large factor in why he is getting eight days in between starts, right? Like, you throw 124 pitches, make sure that guy's arm is still on his body. So. Uh, yeah, I'm okay getting to Lorenzen. Even in 27 outs, he had five strikeouts. That just goes to show you who the Nationals are. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't love the mid, this like next mid-tier, though. I don't know if anybody sticks out to you. I mean, Brian Bayo has really struggled lately. The home run balls we've talked about is really starting to get to him. Um, I know it's the Yankees, so you tell me. Does Brian Bayo pitch, pitch and shut down this Yankees lineup the way he's current form? Um, 
You have Miller against Houston. Gibson against Oakland could draw some roster ship, but they Oakland's got some guys that have been kind of hitting a little bit lately. We've been we've been stacking against Gonsolin a lot. We're not playing Cobb. Lugo got hit up by the Diamondbacks last time. Heaney left because he was sick in his last start. He gets Milwaukee. Is that where we go? Is Heaney the next guy? Like, where do you find yourself rocking this mid-tier? So, I'm okay getting to J.P. France. I understand J-Rod's season is in full effect. He went I mean, five for dude. five. I mean, yeah, it's it's been insane. Uh, but France, you know, he gets put in the bullpen for the Yankee start. And when Urquidy came back, and then they're like, we can't, we can't do this to this guy. He's been too good. Uh, and then he comes back. He's just like, yeah, probably should have done that. And uh, fires another seven innings. Again, Seattle's offense has definitely been good. Um, I'm, I'm not saying they haven't, but uh, I'd be okay getting to JB France. I largely agree on everything else you said. Brian Bayo is a wild card because the Yankees offense hasn't scored in two games. Right. Um, and it's been more so like two and a half games that they haven't scored in since. Like they scored against... Max Freed early yeah, he, and then yeah, never scored really, again. He's pitched really well against Bayo. I mean, Bayo's pitched really well against the Yankees. Two starts against them, just three earned runs over 14 innings with 11 Ks. So, you know, uh, if he can yep. just avoid the home run ball. And obviously they're in Yankee Stadium. There's a lot of guys in that lineup that can hit home runs in Yankee Stadium. Sandin, Judge, to name a few. So that's my lone worry is just recent form Bayo's had a, you know, a guy that was such a ground ball machine throwing that hard sinker. It's been left up, and teams are smashing them right now. Yeah, I mean, if you're worried about that, which it's a valid reason um, to be worried, I just like you said, you pivot to Heaney. Maybe you pivot to Lugo, who looked good upon his last start against Arizona, against Arizona again here. Um, but I don't think, you know, if you are if you are worried about the uh, Bayo thing, and no one else in, in this, like, mid-tier I, I like. I know... Mark's going to ask us about the Kyle Gibson game. Are we going to get another random good Kyle Gibson start? Because he does give them like every so often. I mean, we've gotten yeah. 28 fantasy points or more from Kyle Gibson three separate occasions he this year. He's him once already, six in the third, and they earned run allowed in that game. But I don't think I'd go there. It's just, I know it was, that was more so a shout to Mark, paying, um, paying some respect to uh, Mark and his Kyle Gibson random. He's got, I think he's guessed Kyle Gibson correct twice in those big games. So, Yeah, he has. Um, Tony Lucchese back in the majors. Good for him after coming off the IL here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's Someone's, nothing There's nothing here. You don't right? think anyone's going to fight for our money here, John? Would you pitch Andre Jackson here? Like, Sorry, Mr. Jackson. count up to 78 pitches last time out. Definitely some um, strikeout upside with this guy. If I did, I would listen to Miss Jackson for the entirety sorry, of Ms. Jackson. his start. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Uh, well, it's called Mrs. Jackson, but oh, sorry, Miss Jackson, Jackson is. Yeah, yeah, it's the same song, but uh, I would just the, put it on loop the entirety of his uh, outing. That's how I feel. No, I would. I would. Uh, I would. I think if I were to use anybody here, uh, it would be Brennan Fought. Fought. Okay. He's been okay. He's been, like, better since um, being recalled. You know, two of his last three starts, he's had 16 or more fantasy points. He just faced San Diego. We've talked about it. Like, San Diego is kind of a dumpster fire, dude. They've been, like, uh, they've been a mess. Their offense has not been clicking every night. Like, it's been very up and down. Um, He struck him out eight times 
in five and two thirds last time around. So uh, I'll I would punt with Brandon Fought if I'm punting with anybody down here. Okay. I have saw I I have just mild interest in Jackson. I think. Okay. Just, um, but he's he's just, I mean he's just so cheap. So it's it's kind of why. But he hasn't been terrible in like they're like you know multi-inning role that they've given him. The fact that they did get him up to 78 pitches in his last start, I think, is something to watch. I know Minnesota has a ton of home run power, but they also strike out the most in baseball against right-handed pitching. So uh, something to watch there. All right, catcher uh, and just infield, top infield pitchers in general, um, what are your immediate go-tos here? Um, William Contreras, Catini, and a lefty. Cal Raleigh keeps hitting a bunch of home runs. Um, finding himself going there. Uh, Wilson Contreras against Luke Casey at $3,900 feels pretty strong. Um, what are your thoughts? Pretty much everything you said. I'll add Yanir Diaz um, against Bryce Miller. He's been really good against right-handed pitching. Um, if you're not playing Andre Jackson, Ryan Jeffers has also been a guy who's hit right-handed pitching extremely well this year. If you want to go there. Kinzer, if he's in the lineup, he gets a lefty. Um, and that's probably it. Maybe Bettencourt if, against the lefty, maybe. Yeah, maybe Bethencourt, maybe some Connor Wong against Johnny Brito. We know there's been some bad Johnny Brito starts this year, yeah. and they've happened at Yankee Stadium. Uh, both times he's got lit up for like four plus home runs or just um, a lot of damage. It's been at Yankee Stadium, so. Uh, I wouldn't put it past Connor Wong to put one out against Johnny Brito. Okay. Uh, moving then uh, over uh, the rest of the infield here after catcher. First, the short, what's your top spend-ups? Top spend-ups? Um, I guess they're not like our typical spend-ups here, right? Because Seager has Woodruff. Freeman has Alcantara. Um, yeah. Austin Riley in the Braves has Alex Cobb. And that's only tough because Cobb can keep the ball down pretty well. Um, Bryce Harper is interesting here. First base only double coming off the double dong. Joanna Don has actually been okay, but he's coming off an injury. Do we want to get there? Zach Geloff. I mean, look, he's 5,400 and I understand that's insane, but like guy's been really good of late. Um, I wouldn't mind getting there, um, just because of Kyle Gibson's like inconsistencies, Pete Alonzo gets Zach Thompson. You and I profiled Zach Thompson on the Thursday live yeah. stream. Uh, he's been good of late, but he struggled as a starter last year, and that's what they're they're stretching him out to become a starter. Pete Alonzo, yeah. one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Hey, Goldschmidt's there against Lucchesi. Yep. Same uh, thing Cost, I mean, probably have to play Costas, right? He homered again. To, he hit a 430-foot opposite field home run. Uh, he now has the most opposite field home runs over 400 feet this season. So just guy, guy is light tower power. Very strong, very, very strong, strong man. Um, yeah. 20th home run hit today. Uh, been on fire lately in general second half. I think he has the most home runs in baseball since the all-star break. Mm. Um, now he's in Yankee stadium against Brito. It feels like Costas at 43 feels pretty locked to me. What about, um, there's only like two infield spends and cores. Thoughts on McMahon or Tovar? They're fifty five thousand and forty eight hundred combined or uh, respectively. They're the only Elias Diaz, I guess, forty five hundred too. 
would you play McMahon or Tovar? Yeah, I don't mind McMahon. Um, I know Tovar's actually had some more power lately, too. We generally think McMahon with the power, but I'm fine with both of those guys there. Yeah, Tovar hitting 350 over his last 10 games, too. Hey, where's Tovar short? Yeah, 4,800. He's expensive. Yeah. I mean, he was one of the top prospects in their organization. He's come up and finally starting to, like, show it, right? Yep. Round it out. So I could get there. I don't think yeah. much of Kopech, so yep. uh, I'm, I'm fine. Um, Abrams is at 46, getting expensive, but Lorenzen, like you said, you know, what, how's that arm feeling? Tommy Edmonds at 41 against the lefty, mm-hmm. a spot we really like going to here. Um, let's see. Paulo Reyes keeps just, I mean, man, it Homer is. yesterday. It uh, is what it is. It is what it is at this point, right? Uh, I mean. uh, 0 for 2 so far uh, in the in the game that they did. Uh, for the Thursday afternoon game there. So not, that one's not over yet. Uh, a lot of runs scored in that game. It's 9-7 to seven Nationals. So uh, still a lot going on in that one. Uh, but, yeah, Reyes obviously has been pretty wild here. Uh, what other value options are you looking at in the infield? Josh Bell, 3,400. Uh, he's been really good. Yes. For Miami. Um, and he gets Tony Gonsolin, who we've talked about a lot. And you, you were talking about it earlier in the year. There was – Signs of regression and regression has hath come for um, Tony Gonson. So I like Josh Bell quite a bit. Uh, you mentioned Pablo Reyes. I don't hate some Orioles like Jordan Westberg. Uh, he's been good against right-handed uh, bats dating back to yeah. right-handed pitching dating back to his uh, minor league stint. And then I'm I'm sorry, John. I'm gonna attack Andre jo- uh, Jackson. Sorry, Miss Jackson here. Royce Lewis has come back and has just been a man on a mission. Uh, three for four with a stolen base in his second game back. He was one for three with a run scored so RBI. Have him in his first game, $3,200 at third base. Third and at the same exact price, $3,200, another guy who had a multi-hit game, Edward Julian, had a four-hit game um, with two RBIs in that same game. Royce Lewis had three. He's $3,200. Uh, Minnesota... You know, we, we haven't – they have our hearts, but we haven't had a lot of reasons to play them, yeah. I would say, of late. But Royce Lewis coming back kind of changes that lineup um, a little bit. And if they're 3,200, I could see a lot of people getting there, especially just with how cheap they are. Sure. And, like, I think – and I'm not because it's a – not to be a bat in a bad way, I'm going to say this, but I think you're in the minority with liking Andre Jackson here. Yeah, like, I would course. guess more, more people would use – um twins then he's a five uh, he's a five k pitcher i don't expect right. a lot of no right and again it's not a bad it's not a bad shout i just also do like some twins sure. uh, on the flip side um anybody else do we do we think nikki lopez keeps it going and all depends if he's in the lineup or von they've grissom, been playing right? him over von grissom but i had to figure at they some have. point they give grissom a start maybe it's home they, they give him the home the home start so uh, yeah maybe um i guess uh yuan mancata $4,000. I know that's probably a little too yeah. expensive for like, but like, he's okay. Andrew Vaughn, 39. He's okay. Moustakis like, is 32 this... against Ramirez. I think that he can probably go there. Yeah, Moose has been on the loose yep. for sure. Yep. 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 All right, let's move to outfield. Acuna, uh, 68. Otani, 67. Judge gets Bayo here. I, I mean, I like the the Astros every slate, so I'm not really scared off of Miller here. Kyle Tucker and Jordan, though, both 6K plays. They should, and they should be. Like, they should be 6K. They, these dudes are – I feel like Kyle Tucker has had 20 fantasy points, like, every night 
it's it's not, but like it feels that yeah. way at this point. Um, ninety two ribbies on the year all of a sudden. Yeah, I like I mean, both yeah, those he's, guys. He's been a maniac lately. It's just, I would say, we don't know what Tampa's gonna do. Uh, have they announced the long man in this game? Erasmo Ramirez is listed as the starter, but he has been very limited. So he is not going to pitch long in this game. Um, I had three and a third. I guess he might. They might use, but he pitched an inning on the 15th. We'll see. But Otani's hard not for, to get to if Erasmo Ramirez is going to be extended at all. Sure. Um. Luis Robert, 57 in, yeah, in cores. You're gonna get the cores bumps. He's gonna be the chalky probably the chalkiest of all, right? Julio's been nutty. Dude. 16 RBI, not counting. Um or, or no account, no accounting. Counting. Yeah. Yeah. Five for five, four for six. If you spend a lot of money him in like a roto league auction, you're probably feeling pretty good about it. You have to be feeling good at this point. Uh the, and you might have tweeted yesterday, J Rod season's back, and then you might have been really you know he might have seen that tweet and then gone five for five the next sure. day to just really drive that point home um you know that he is one of two players at his age to go 2020 back his first two seasons yeah one do you know who the other player is Who's that? his opponent today bobby witt oh. first two seasons going 2020 the only two players to do that in the first two seasons you love bobby baseball. witt um not on the slate though sadly can't play him no can't play him um all right mid-tier guys down here uh, again, all of Boston will be in play. Yeah. Um, all of Colorado, Nolan Jones at 46 feels pretty good. Uh, Harris is 45 against Cobb. I know you kind of like Cobb, you said, though. No, I no, 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 no. I just think sometimes when his ground balls, when he's getting ground balls, he's tough to hit. There has been 11 earned runs allowed by Alex Cobb the last two starts. Sure. So maybe there's something to be said. Maybe the ground balls, you know, Coming as speaking of hot players, Nick Castellanos keeps doing his thing. Yeah, he has been very good for quite a while. Uh, Ozuna kept his hit streak alive the other day. Um, you know, his story Sedmall still feels cheap at 43. I mean, yeah, I, I would have Medina's mind. actually been Medina's kind of been good. Yeah. I don't know if you've looked, I know he was like limited 84 pitches. I think he shut down the pitches. Red Sox when they played or something like that. Yeah, he did. Five and two-thirds scoreless. Yeah. He's kind of been good. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. I'm not playing him. I'm just saying that, like, it's kind of been tough to, like, target. Sure. Um, all right. What else are you looking at down here? Uh, I will just circle a little back to 52 and 51 to Miami Marlins. So, Lair Chisholm. With Chisholm back, that Miami lineup kind of deeper. Yeah. I, they're going against Gonsolin. Like, I kind of like that spot. For We've stacked against um, Gonsolin most of the year. Yeah. Um, so, I would get there. Um, rest of the 4K position, I don't really have much interest. It's probably then dipping below, like, Eddie Rosario, if you're playing Braves, as you mentioned. And then I, you know, went back and looked. It, it has been a bad stretch for Alex Cobb. Yeah. O'Neal gets a lefty. Um, O'Neal gets a lefty. He's still cheap. Why is he this cheap at 3,600? I don't know. Um, these are a lot of tough spots. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're not in on Jackson, you'll play Kepler and Walner. Kepler's been really good lately. Yeah. Yep. Walner hit a grand slam the other day, too. Yeah. So they both have that going for him. 
Jordan Walker, thirty-one. Now they're barely playing him. Uh, Jordan Walker, thirty-one. He's fine. Um, I don't think. Uh, here's your punt play the other day, John. Would you go back to Gavin Sheets? He's three K. Well, I liked him more at two K. I know. <laughs> I figured you'd say that, but I figured I'd also. But ask I mean, he does have a lot of did. power. So he does have a lot of power heading into course. Kind of a home robust guy there. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, there's really not a lot down here. I mean, if you're not um, in Lugo, I guess he could play some of these D backs. Yep. I mean, Walner is Walner exists down here, so at least we have that for us. He's 24. That's like the only. Uh, Joey Weimer gets a lefty. If you're not playing Andrew Heaney, John, we know Weimer's been. Isn't that it? Wasn't the stat the lefty on the road? The Joey Weimer thing, wasn't it? Um, Joey yeah. Weimer. No, Joey's like Weimer at the home versus lefty. Oh, uh, okay. Well, maybe. Well, it is Weimer against lefty, but it's on the road, so we're gonna have to get confirmation if that's. Walner's twenty four hundred. Yeah, Walner's twenty four, and um, that's like. I know the uh, Giants led Wade Meckler off the other day, and then they bat hit him second. Like he's one, he's one of the best plays in in the minors this year. But I don't think you want to attack Strider. So I agree with you. All right, let's uh, build a line here. We we plug in Strider, or do you want to make Strider Lopez um, and a mid tier guy? I mean, if you, like, let's, I'll say this. if you like Twins, and I'm not opposed to playing them, they're all super cheap. So we can play Strider. Let's play Strider. And play, play Twins. Strider. Let's play Strider and Twins. Okay. And we'll just plug, yeah. our, we'll just plug our Twins in. Lewis, third. Julian, at second. Kepler. Kepler, yeah. And we could go Walner if you wanted to just four-stack it. Hmm. I don't know. And that, uh, I mean, I don't that gives know. us 5K a play. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. we need another pitcher. We could maybe. Heaney. If we, if we went Lopez, we have 36 for. We're going to spend down a catcher. Um, Court 29. Yeah, that works. We need first base. Gavin Sheets. <laughs> uh, you wanted want to spend up. So. Um, I mean, Tyler O'Neill is cheap. We we don't need to spend up in the outfield, right? No. Why did I? I don't need to spend up at first. You wanted to Tristan Cassis against Shawnee Brito, oh, yeah. forty three hundred. Cassis. Um, thirty eight hundred dollars shortstop. We're just not playing cores. So that's our obviously well, the one thing that needs to be. <laughs> I mean, Reyes. Uh, it's prob it's probably Pablo Reyes if we're gonna play anyone in this tier. I mean, that was just a quick way to double spend. I mean, we, don't, we obviously yeah. we don't use Lopez. We can get more money to go elsewhere. What would, what would be your mid-tier play? Probably Heaney. 34. Um, Tovar. Nolan Jones, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say maybe try to get $200 more to get to Luis Robert. Um, you could do um, 
if you wanted to just play cores, you could do Andrew Vaughn at first. He's $400 less than Casas. 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 V-A-U-G. Would you rather play Vaughn or Sheets at that point? Yeah, we can play Sheets. You get the lefty versus righty matchup there. Um, 5,900 for a shortstop, and we can still just go back to Tovar. Tovar, yeah. Uh, 1,100 to play. What was our catcher? A 4K catcher anywhere? Contreras against Lucchesi? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. So there we go. We got four twins. We got a mini core stack. And we got a one off of uh, Contreras there for St. Louis. Strider and Heaney. 100 bucks left over. I dig Not it. bad. All right, guys. That's a look here at a first look at the 13 game Friday slate. James and I will be back live 5 o'clock Eastern for the live stream. Get us in Discord. Find us on Twitter. We will catch you guys later.